Hi, hi there, folks. This is WP Tonic, episode 95. And I've got my great co-host, John Locke. Say hello, John. Howdy. I was going to howdy, folks. And what, sure. we're, what we're discussing this week is how to pick the right Premier WordPress theme for your new project and your new great website. How does that sound, John? Sounds fresh to me. Great. So, John, um, I've got a short list here. Um, I'm going to start off, strive for simplicity. So you start it off, John. Um, how would you broaden that out, the strive for simplicity, John? Well, there's uh, definitely like a compulsion out there to find a theme that's to have your theme do all the like heavy lifting. That's often not the best for performance. You know, having a theme that that provides a basic structure that you can uh, extend out with plugins is probably the best idea instead of having something with uh, 50 features rolled into one theme. They seem plop, I call them the kind of Swiss army knives of uh, WordPress themes, but they do seem to be rather popular, don't they, John? Well, sure they are, uh, because if you're a DIY type of business owner and you're wanting to get a website done in-house and you want to pay less than $100, then that looks really good. But what people don't realize is it often takes a lot of time to configure these monstrosities, and they end up spending months. And they take a long time, then they can sometimes be really slow to load when you've got them on on your cheap hosting plan. Well, if you're loading a theme that is powered by 50,000 shortcodes and you've got, uh, you know, $3 a month hosting, the combination is not going to be very very good. No, it's not going to be great, is it? Um, So um, my advice is, folks, is, you know, go to these marketplaces you know, you know, the most popular is theme forest and, and try and find a theme that is being designed for your particular industry. If you're a restaurant owner, try and get a selection of themes that have been made for the restaurant industry. If you're a car mechanic, there's probably a theme there made for car mechanic businesses. And find a theme that um, won't be perfect, but kind of meets like 70% of the things that you're looking for. And Trying to resist not going for one of these Swiss Army knife journalistic themes because, in my experience, people get pretty disappointed in them pretty rapidly. So um, I think we already touched it, but the next one is um, don't buy a theme that's got a load of short codes. And that's probably more difficult to find out because you're, if you're a normal user, you probably don't even know what short codes are. So maybe, John, can you give some background I'm not totally against short codes, but themes that are filled with them, um, especially around the homepage, aren't great. Can you maybe give an outline why it's not such a good idea? Sure. Well, a lot, a lot of these themes, uh, including Divi, which is popular, and a lot of these uh, all-in-one themes, Jupiter is one. Uh, there's, you know, several. Well, a lot of the ones that use Visual Composer, they use short codes, which uh, when you're editing the page, they're basically you know, those little square brackets. And then there is some stuff inside and that builds out the page. What happens is uh, instead of compiling the PHP from just a regular template, uh, each short code has to compile 
to create the page. And what happens underneath the hood taking a lot of time to compile each page uh, into HTML and spit it out. So it's really bad on performance. Yeah, and folks, um, I've had the misfortune of having to um, try and modify a theme that's been totally, the home page and some of the key landing pages have been totally, almost totally constructed by short codes and it's a nightmare, folks. I suggest that if you do find a theme and um, it, um, which we're going to discuss, you know, find out what the support lot is like. It's best to send a sales question off to the support team and if they can't be bothered to answer your question reasonably quick before you're going to buy the theme, um, imagine what the support's going to be after you buy it. Um, and in that, if you don't see it in the um, notes that normally come with the theme, people ask questions and they're normally public, you can't see anything about short codes. You should ask, you know, is this theme heavily driven by short codes? And if the answer comes back yes, I suggest that you should look for something else. Would you agree with that, John? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another thing that we should probably mention about themes that are you know heavily reliant on short codes is you get locked into that theme because once you say you want to change the theme in a couple of years, uh, if you change it, your content is not there, but you've got basically what I call like code barf. It's just like all the short codes is what remains. You don't have any of your original content. So uh, that's another reason why the themes that rely heavily on short codes are, are kind of bad. Yeah, it's not a great idea, is it? Um, most most themes that are more, um, I would say, slightly more rectable folks, um, like the Genesis framework, a lot of the themes based on Genesis, they have a highly widgetized, widgetized um, home page which some people would criticise slightly, but I think it's, um, on balance, a much better idea than a home page that's totally constructed through short codes. Would you agree with that, John? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Genesis is solid. It's been around for a long time. It's battle-tested, uh, and it's built for performance. It's a great you know, framework to build your site on top of. Uh, there's definitely like other uh, places that make quality themes but yeah that that's a good one yeah i'm just using them as an example because sure. they in general the home page is um based on widgets rather than short codes isn't it mm-hmm. so um on on we go the next one is it's got to be responsive it's 2016 and you know almost 70 to 80 percent of your traffic depending on the industry and the circumstance is going to become be using a mobile device so it's got to be responsive what do you what would you say about that john Well, I'd say a few years ago, we finally passed a mark where there's more mobile devices on Earth than there are human beings. So if you're not mobile friendly by now, I don't know what your wake-up call is going to be. Unfortunately, uh, most people who are lagging behind the times, they start, you know, making their sites responsive once Google slaps them down. And uh, that's what's happening now. There's still a lot of sites that are not responsive. But if, if you're buying a, a theme in 2016, there is just no excuse. No. Oh, I, I think we're going to delve some more folks into this, but uh, we're going to go for our break. And when we come back, we're going to delve more in how you choose that right premium theme for your website. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine? 
Go on over to WP Tonic. They'll set up DigitalOcean websites hosting on solid state drives. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for WP Tonic's maintenance packages. WP Tonic offers some of the very best WordPress maintenance packages on the market. So those who are serious about getting the very best platform for their WordPress sites, make sure you go on over to wp-tonic.com. Well, we're coming back, folks. We're having a bit of a discussion about how you choose that pre- that right premier theme. Um, we talked about responsiveness. Um, now, browser compatibility. Um, that's a difficult one because it really depends on the audience that the website is targeted to, isn't it, John? Well, yeah, definitely. For most uh, small businesses or you know solo entrepreneurs, you're going to want to cover like all your modern browsers, and maybe back to Internet Explorer 10. But if you are building anything that's in the enterprise or possibly even the nonprofit, you might have to support Internet Explorer 8 and 9. Another thing you might want to check is a lot of the newer versions of Safari have some browser quirks, so keep your eyes open for that. As well. Yeah, that's a great point. In some ways, I think Safari's become the modern-day explorer, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to lean to thinking that. <laughs> yeah, the, what I mean by it, folks, is um, in the older days of Expl- when the Explorer was around, because um, it's called Edge now, isn't it? I think the um, yeah, uh, that's your new browser. Yeah. You used to like take you like fifty percent of the time just to build it for other browsers, and then you spent the other fifty percent of the time trying to get it work consistently on Explorer, didn't you, John? Yeah, the good old days of uh, Netscape and IE. Yeah, so I think what John said about browsers is, yeah, you know, 10 at the base. And I always say the the last two previous version of a browser's history, um, Chrome is constantly upgrading, and now Firefox uh, have copied. So um, I think it's good advice. Then we go on to translation, Um, you know, this is rather this is important um, that you've um, asked about this, John. If you're going to use the theme, you can have a Spanish version and an English version or some other language. Trying to trying to make existing theme um, translation supportive isn't um, a small job, is it? Yeah, I, it's definitely a little bit of work. Uh, n- now, a lot of the commercial themes they do have translations for the admin area. Some of the like larger languages like Spanish, French, German, you know, uh, making a site like uh, fully translatable, that, that is like a bit of a job. Uh, and there's different ways to like go about that. But uh, if you're doing international commerce or if you're serving different audiences, that's something that you should ask and look into. Was that really popular? Will that pot, if it isn't being set right, correctly set up in the theme you know that i've got its name the really popular um multilingual plugin wpml will that work if it's not been set up correctly yeah yeah there's yeah there's definitely uh options that's probably your best one that one covers i think it's like a dozen of the most popular or of the largest um, international languages. There are other options, but that one's probably the most tested. Okay. So, there are, so if it hasn't, and you forgot to ask that in your pre 
sales question that you should send off to the developer. Um, you're not totally finished if you can't afford a developer to go in and sort it out. Um, on to the next one, John, which I'm really um, dislike when this is done. Don't buy a theme that's got a page builder plugin or that's been part of the deal seems good value but it normally turns out to be a nightmare doesn't it john well and again we we've touched on this previously but um most of the things that you're going to find on theme forest they are built with visual composer uh which is basically like a drag and drop page builder it's got about a million and one options and again it, it looks good it sounds good but when you go to put it together, it's a confusing mess. And especially for people who don't do it for a living, sometimes even for people who do do it for a living. And again, you're going to get locked into that uh, theme a lot of the times. So you're not going to be able to change out. Another thing that maybe we failed to mention, but that bears repeating is uh, when you buy a theme where you have like the page builder bundled in, it's hard to keep it updated because now you're reliant on the theme author to update the theme. Uh, where, as if you just got the plugin separately, you could keep that updated yourself. Yeah. So I really think you know it's not it's not kind of black or white, folks. But in general, themes are about the look of the website. You know, basic feel, the colors, the fonts, functionality should be in plugins. And they should be totally separate to the theme functionality to a certain degree. Would you, I know it's not totally black and white, John, but would you fundamentally agree with that? In a perfect world, I mean, like most of the projects I do are like that, where the theme is, uh, it does just enough and all the functionality comes from the plugins. I generally avoid those marketplace themes because they do bundle a ton of stuff in there. It's, really hard to update the plugins because you end up doing it individually. It's bad for security. And it's also tough on functionality because you're loading plugins that you might not necessarily be using if you're using these all-in-one themes. Um, So, yeah, definitely use the most basic theme that you can that's going to get the job done. And then, you know, load your functionality using plugins that are separate from the theme. That's great. Um, and we've, I've touched this already, support and support options. Um, like I said, send a pre-sales question with some of the things that we've just covered. But also be aware that a lot of theme producers, they, um, you buy the theme, a lot of them have a second, um, a premier level of support, even though you bought the form. I, I think this is becoming a little bit more prevalent where they have a certain level of support if you just buy the theme and then you can pay a bit extra and you get a, a higher form of support. I, I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Um, what I'm saying is you need to be really clear what kind of level of support you get or what are the options. Would you agree with that, John? Oh, most definitely. Um, and especially if you're not familiar with the theme and you don't know all the intricate layers of how it works, support is essential. But what I think when you're talking about different layers of support, different tiers <laughs> that you're paying for, that's really telling me that the price of themes is a little bit too low to be sustainable. So I think that the the overall price of themes in the marketplace probably needs to be a little bit higher. Yeah, the, you know, it's a very comp- competitive sector, and um, but some people are doing very well when they get a certain volume level. But it is competitive and um, when 
you know, corners are cut, folks. The other quick thing I would say about this is that um, I'm not to- I don't- I totally understand it, John, but I don't like when the whole for- support forum is behind a, uh, a paywall and you can't see any of the support questions. But I understand why that's done. But I think it's very hard to judge what kind of support level when that's the case. We go on to one quick one before we go on to the next break, and that's SEO friendliness. How, how would you describe that when choosing a theme, John? So some themes, they have schema markup already built in. I know the Genesis framework has this to a degree, but you know if you've got schema markup or microformats like already built into your theme, that's going to be a, just a little bit more helpful uh, because most themes don't have this, but this is something that Google actually looks for to kind of make more sense of the information on your site. So anything... Anything that that has that uh, you know kind of SEO friendly uh, schema markup already added is is good. The other factor before we go, the other factor I like to point out, folks, is it's back to the Swiss Army um, knives. When you know you, you they might have like twenty different slider um, systems, and you choose one, but be aware that they're probably loading into the header all that code. And they're normally very slow beasts and slowness is a key factor that Google will mark your website down. So speed is the essence. Would you agree with that, John? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it's, it's bad for users to have to wait 10 seconds to load uh, your 111 uh, JavaScript files, you know, in your all-in-one theme to power your, you know, 50 sliders and uh uh, it's just no good. Uh, lean and mean is the way to go. But when you're paying for convenience with these all-in-one themes, that's what makes it hard. Right, and um, we're going to kind of finish off the last views and do a roundup, folks, but we're going for our break first. This is Bill from podcastershome.com, and I've got a free report for you. So just go over to the homepage of podcastershome.com and pick it up. It's the podcasting equipment you need, whether you're going to be on an interview or be interviewed, start your own netcast or start your podcast. These are the basic tools you need for under $100 to make you sound like a pro. So go over to podcastershome.com and get your free report today. We're coming back off our break, folks. So um, we're going to have the last couple things that you should um, look for from that perfect theme and then we do a quick roundabout you know the quality of the development team you know how many themes is it from a theme shop that's got a good track record if it's from a developer on a marketplace have they how long have they been doing it how many themes have they produced Um, what kind of style rating you really need to check all this out Um, what's your thoughts about that john well definitely it's better to uh, go with a developer who's a known quantity within the WordPress ecosystem, uh, you know, an established team. Uh, but the problem is, is that most people only know to go to ThemeForest, and this includes probably about 75% of the web agencies out there don't know about any other theme shops that exist outside of ThemeForest. And so they end up buying, you know, X-Theme and Nevada and Divi. And uh, these are some of the worst performing themes. Uh, but there's plenty of well-established theme shops, uh, Array themes, Up themes, iThemes, Woo themes, Slocum themes, just to name a few. These are, these are all well-established people within the WordPress space. 
Yeah, I'm quite partial to um, one of my, has been on the show a couple of times, um, uh, Rebecca Gill's um, Web Savvy um, Designs. Mm-hmm. They've got a nice, um, clean library of third-party Genesis themes that are uh-huh. still reasonably attractive and a bit more stylish than my... I'm trying to find my right words here. I, I think... One of the problems with studio press is it's extremely popular. Um, so a lot of the themes, you, especially if you're in the business, you can recognize them pretty quickly, can't you? Yeah, there is kind of a flavor to uh, studio press themes. Again, I mean, you can customize any theme to make it look however you want. But, you know, if you're not customizing your theme or you're building a child theme, there is definitely going to be a flavor with the popular themes. So uh, we're going to round this up, folks. Um, so how is there anything you want to announce or and, and, and how can people get hold of you, John? How can they hunt you down to get some more advice or maybe hire you, John? Oh, definitely. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me or look into hiring me, uh, my website is lockdowndesign.com. It's silent E after the lock. And you can email me at john at lockdowndesign.com. Or find me on Twitter, lockdown underscore. And folks, if you want to um, send any kind of feedback about the shows, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, you can contact me at Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at wp-tonic.com. You can um, Twitter me at Jonathan Denwood. Also, we do a live show every Saturday, me and John, with a panel of WordPress experts. Um, We do that at 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time every Saturday, and we do it using Blab, Blab IM. Um, It's a great platform for allowing people to ask questions and um, be part of the panel and watch some really great WordPress discussion. And we, we go on for a couple of hours, don't we, John? Yeah, usually the first part of the show, we do WordPress news. Uh, Then we do the topic of the week. And then the last hour, uh, we usually set aside for reviewing people's sites or answering questions. Yeah, it's great mixture. Um, This this Saturday, folks, we're going to be talking about a really always a hot topic, uh, WordPress and hosting. What are your hosting options? And um, it's bound to be a, a pretty lively discussion, isn't it, John? For real. And that's definitely a topic that has been in the news this last week. It certainly has. So thanks for being listening to this show, folks. And we look forward to uh, you joining us next week. Just to finish off, if you can spare a moment and go to iTunes and give us a rating, that would be great. Because um, the more ratings we have the popular the show, the more people can listen to it. So goodbye to me. And I'll let my co-host, John, say goodbye from him. All right, peace out. Peace out. Love it, John. We want to thank Share the Oils. Share the Oils, Northern Nevada. We thank you for your support. 